Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Empire. The virtual stadium has an array of revenue streams available. The deal with the commanders and NFL Pro Era is, is the first step towards what we think is standardizing this model across all licensed sports video games and, and simulated virtual venues. Um, NFL Pro Era is a licensed product of the NFL. It's very similar to Madden in the sense that it's 11 v 11 authentic football. That's Alex Nunez, head of Bitstack Sports, where a new NFL partnership is aimed at leading the virtual frontier for real-life teams. This is the Future Sport Podcast. I'm Bram Weinstein. Go check out the signage in stadiums in EA Sports, specifically in the Madden series. Reality continues to seep its way into gaming. So the real world is looking at virtual partnerships in the hopes of bringing about new opportunities. Our guest this week is Alex Nunez. He's the head of the sports division at Bidstack, which is a technology company that is revolutionizing traditional sports models for fan engagement, sponsorship, revenues, and media valuations in the virtual world. Hey, Alex, how are you? Hey, Brian. Thanks for having me. Uh, I have very specific interest in what we're going to talk to you about today. Um, I am the play-by-play voice of the Washington Commanders. You just uh, inked a deal with the Washington Commanders to do work and sponsorship in a new virtual version of their home field, FedEx Field. So why don't we just kind of start from the beginning and we'll get to all of that. What does Bidstack Sports do? Yeah, So at its core, we're a technology company. On the sports side, we enable professional sports leagues and clubs to independently control and dynamically update the content that lives within their virtual stadiums. Um, So as you see it today, if you're going into a Madden or an NHL or a FIFA, these games have evolved tremendously over time to where like athlete likeness, gameplay animation, the atmospheric detail of these home venues are blurring to align with the real world experience. Like it's amazing how these games have evolved. But what we come and do is sort of affect the content gap that exists within virtual stadiums and real world uh, spaces where clubs can now control the sponsorship, advertising and marketing uh, that lives natively within these virtual stadiums. So they can now introduce a new revenue stream, engage with the next generation of fans, um, just as a part of the gameplay experience. As I said, historically, you know, all the content that you would see inside of these virtual spaces is generic or sometimes feature fake brands, uh, which creates a bit of an authenticity gap from what you would expect as a, as a player or as a fan of these franchises. So when we give these control and these tools to these teams to, to update their virtual spaces, you know, it makes it a more authentic gameplay experience for you as a player, but then introduces this whole new world of media values that have never been uh, accessed or assessed for for clubs and club sponsors. So 
on the other side of this control, we expect, a, like I said, a, a more realistic gameplay experience. But then this entirely new stream of, of revenue and commercial opportunity for the sports industry to take advantage of. Uh, in the future. I mean, it's interesting. Um, you have a background with EA Sports and the Madden franchise, and you're talking about how, you know, back in the day, I guess, there was generic brands or fake brands that were put up in, in signage, yet Madden and the other games have been extraordinarily popular for a long period of time. What do you think took so long to realize that there was this opportunity within the virtual space? I think it's a combination of things. Like, number one, video game publishers, specifically sports video game publishers, have done the hard part. You know, like what we expect and engage with inside of a video game is truly remarkable, how close it is to the real world experience. And there's this understanding that there's this one small gap of advertising content and opportunity that I can get left behind. Uh, I sort of saw that white space when I was at EA as a, as a head of sponsorship for the Madden franchise. And my role was on creating new uh, sponsor experiences for NFL official marketing partners to extend their shield presence into the game. Luckily, from my perspective, uh, <laughs> a dream job because, number one, I'm a huge NFL fan, huge player of Madden. Uh, and the template for sponsorship in sports and specifically the NFL is, is one that's easy to follow. You know, like there's so much great authentic homes that we're used to for NFL fan perspective that I always tried to recreate when bringing brands into the video game because you don't want to have a disruptive experience as a player. It ruins the whole reason why you're playing a video game. The big activation that we did around simulating NFL sponsorship was in 2018 when we signed FIFA to the first ever virtual stadium rights deal in history. So a fictitious environment where the top Madden players in the world would, would compete for, you know, all the glory, but it was being done in a generic unbranded stadium called the Madden Ultimate Stadium. So my idea was to, um, you know, let's make this a real reflective venue of NFL sponsorship and, and sell naming rights. Uh, that was a big moment that I think sort of set us on the path of understanding that there's a lot of native opportunity for corporate sponsorships to feed into this world. Um, but it just, it goes beyond just one stadium and one brand and, and how does the entire sports world and all 32 clubs uh, take advantage of this real estate that that exists natively within the game. Um, and that's sort of where we found BidStack technology to give us the tools we needed from a uh, developer standpoint to allow these teams to independently control mm. the signage within their, their stadiums because it's impossible without the solution to, you know, uh, paint over, manually update all the living and breathing changes that go into a real-world stadium. You need this sort of centralized dashboard to to let them do, the clubs do what they're already doing in the real world, just now with more access, inventory, uh, data to assess the, uh, the opportunity in these, in these spaces that have been here for, for 30 plus years. Um, let me ask you just kind of a general question here about advertising to a younger generation, which is, I think, what we're talking about a little bit here because we're talking about virtual spaces. The categories that have been associated with sports and football often have been automobiles, alcohol, and other really male-oriented in general um, spaces. Um, as you are looking at a new generation of fans that are comfortable in these virtual spaces, who are the advertisers and what kind of buckets of advertisers are looking at this as an opportunity? Yeah, I think it's, it's to be determined, you know, the, 
the model that we're creating is one to, to simulate and really add on to what the real world of sports has already been doing. It's, it's the same type of signage of jumbotrons, LEDs, end zone panels. But now when you go into this world, the audience looks a little bit different. The average age of the NFL fan compared to the average age of a you know, sports video game player is, is a big, big gap, <laughs> I'd say. So you'll still have, you know, clubs going to corporate sponsors that are familiar with this inventory in the real world and, and just sort of highlighting what this new audience looks like so it expands their reach. But then there's this whole new cohort of, of advertisers that, that may not have been, um, you know, as adamant about reaching the NFL fans, but that next-gen player and fans are similar inventory. So I think we'll see a hybrid of increasing value for familiar corporate sponsors, but now giving clubs the ability to reach, you know, an entirely different cohort of, of sponsors that uh, are attracted to these types of assets. Um, okay, let's talk about uh, the Commanders partnership that you have, uh, which is with what will be a virtual version of their home field, FedEx Field. Um, yeah. This is a real NFL team. It is a real stadium. Um, this is not Madden. So can you kind of take yeah. me through the partnership here, how they're viewing using their virtual stadium and how you're helping them? The deal with the Commanders and NFL Pro Era is, is the first step towards what we think is standardizing this model across all licensed sports video games and, and simulated virtual venues. Um, NFL Pro Era is a licensed product of the NFL. It's very similar to Madden in the sense that it's 11 v 11 authentic football. Um, and all the venues are designed to recreate you know, what you would see if you're at FedEx Field. Uh, so with that, it gives us the opportunity to just map exactly the same types of inventory that they're selling in the real world, the commanders. So we will go in and take their real world inventory sheet, map it against the placements that exist natively inside of their virtual stadium inside of NFL Pro Era, assess the media values of those placements based on how many players are you know, playing with the commanders inside of that game, and then give them the ability, the commanders, to then go to market with this signage in packaging their real world assets with their virtual world assets. So the, the reach, the uniqueness of traditional inventory that they've been going to mark with all takes on a whole new form of value and, you know, creativity on the other side. Uh, I love NFL Pro Era as like this first step because it's a new game and it's, you know, a great pilot this innovation and this new model for sports. And it's really a unique experience for players because it's the only NFL video game where you can have first person immersive access through a headset of what it's like to be QB one for the Washington commanders. When you're inside of the stadium playing or sitting on the sideline, waiting for the next drive as, as QB, the visual representation of FedEx is unlike any other sort of experience that you can have in a, in a Madden or, you know, a traditional console game. So this inventory takes on a whole new uh, form of value and, and just sort of like connection for partners uh, as the players are getting closer to the NFL experience inside of the game. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 
Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. We've talked to a lot of, of people who are talking about virtual spaces to replicate the idea of being in the stadium and virtually watching the real game that is in front of them. Um, do you get a sense that that is something that could be coming to the NFL? Maybe not specific to this partnership, but are you seeing that avenue as a possibility coming? Yeah, I think the uh, the virtual experiences around the NFL are continuing to to grow and, and differentiate headline by, by NFL per era. But then you still have Madden, which has been around for, for 30 plus years, and, and that plays a role in the hearts of minds of you know, every generation of NFL fan. And then you have games like Madden Mobile or NFL Rivals, which is increasing the accessibility to game days and to your favorite sport and to your favorite clubs in the palms of your hand. So I think it's going to continue to grow, continue to evolve, provide a unique perspective around the league, you know, how you learn the sport, how you love the sport, how you follow the sport. And really for us, it doesn't really change to the environment that you're in as long as there is a sort of visual representation of an on-field experience. And with that signage and marketing inventory, we just append ourselves to those placements and now give the tools for these these clubs, these leagues, these publishers to drive dynamic and targeted communication into that real estate. And I think that's a big difference between the real world where it's a fixed, you know, calendar of home games, which is, you know, a finite uh, window of when you could sort of get in front of these audiences. These games inherently are 24-7, 365. You know, it's not a nine-game home calendar, but essentially nine million home games. Yeah. <laughs> so once there's that environment, inherently the media values can continue to grow, but you can now utilize this inventory to talk to someone differently in the United States versus the UK. So if I was playing against you, Graham, in, uh, in one of these games and our technology is inside of there, and I'm in a different part of the world, we could be seeing two totally different sponsor experiences in the same ad placement or a different language. You know, as, as the NFL t- continues to globalize and, and reach new fan bases, it's important that you can communicate at a localized fan level. So all of this is really just designed to, to grow with where the NFL is, is heading um, and provide new creative commercial and, and fan engagement opportunities for these entities. Um, again, this one might be outside kind of the purview of what you're doing specifically with this team, but it is a broad technological question that I, I, I bet you're seeing, which is the idea of digital passports that are occurring either through the use of ticketing or via this type of methodology where you are connecting with fans and newer fans and younger fans. Um, do you sense that this is kind of the future, that advertisers will want to be in spaces like this and there will be real world benefits that could be attached to being someone who is an active either player or participant in the live events with say the commanders. Yeah, I think uh, connected experiences through sponsorship and advertising are are becoming more and more apparent and the ability to follow a player based on their fandom, based on, you know, the way they like to interact with 
their favorite club is, is something that we're eager to follow. So if someone is, you know, uh, very excited about franchise mode and likes to like, especially me, I'm a Jets fan. I like to create my own uh, pathway for how the Jets will survive the season. So for me, I know that I can see served ads that or just sort of targeted content around like, you know, um, the, the official, uh, you know, that basically connecting the real world stats and scores and headlines and following how the real world team is doing versus how your simulated franchise is going, I think is valuable. Um, but yes, we, we do have the ability to sort of track that behavior between you know, how they're engaging with uh, the favorite club and, and social on TV versus how they're engaging within this virtual world and, and how creatively can you connect those experiences with content is still to be defined. Uh, but today it's really just unlocking these assets in its current form, uh, which has massive, you know, commercial impact and that impact in its most basic form. Sorry, there's a long winded way of, of trying to say that connected experience, I think will play a role in, in this inventory as it continues to grow. Uh, one quick aside. Um, you don't need to create a way to jet success. You have Aaron Rodgers. I watched hard knocks. You yeah. guys are good to go. What are you talking about? Hey, <laughs> I would, uh, I would probably sign Dalvin cook and you know, trade for Devontae Adams. Yeah. Just oh. oh, you want everybody. You just want everybody. Yeah, okay. But that's, that's the beauty of it. You know, like, yeah. uh, you can be your own GM and then maybe a world where you're, you know, bringing on your own sponsors to the, to the franchise. Yeah, that's, that's further down the road, but yeah. It opens up a lot of creative pathways for how you build your franchise and the image and essence of you know, your fandom. Um, let me ask you a question thinking about the future. Obviously, what you guys are doing with the commanders is really cool. And I would assume with other teams down the road as they kind of build out their their virtual opportunities. Um, what are the teams telling you they want to be able to do now? And what do you foresee their needs to be virtually in the future? Yeah, I'd say... Right now, the ability just to assess what it means to have sponsor presence inside of the video game is, is critical, and we can provide that data. And then, two, the ability to, to just bring in sponsors dynamically throughout the year. It really changes the uh, sales cycle from a corporate sponsorship perspective, where you can have a sponsor for the regular season, the postseason, the offseason, a different sponsor in the UK, a different sponsor uh, regionally. Um, just that ability to sort of like innovate on top of what has been there forever in terms of corporate sponsorship templates and the data to report back, you know, what the value is of that space. That's, that's inherently what our technology does. So, um, just giving that access and then attribution back to clubs is, is really great right now. And, you know, in the future, how they are taking this inventory to market, I think will change from club to club, either expanding. Um, increasing inventory or value for current partners or being creative with, you know, new sponsors uh, in different parts of the world. Um, I think it'll a lot be shaped inside of this first agreement with the commanders as we standardize across the entire uh, NFL. And, you know, from here, it really, this model works in every vertical of sport. You know, we see Pitstack is underpinning a, a new commercial frontier for the, for the sports industry. Uh, and just really increasing the, the volume value of a multi-billion dollar industry in its current form. Alex Nunez is the head of sports at Bidstack. Thank you so much for joining us. Appreciate it, Bram. A lot of fun. On the next Future Sport Podcast, the return of Slam Ball, 20 years in the making. We have this thing we like to say, our, our seven seconds are better than yours. Um, <laughs> we're kind of we're <laughs> highlights driven. 
um, social media driven. I mean, that's what got us here. We saw the clamor. That's Mike Tolan, co-founder of Slamball, who discusses what's changed in the presentation over the last two decades. That will do it for this episode. As always, the future is now. This is the Future Sport Podcast. I'm Bram Weinstein.